Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1985's Weird Science, do me a solid favor, pause this, go check it out. It's currently on HBO streaming right now. Come back and join the conversation. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app that's out there. That's Google Play, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're out there. Today, Colt45 is powered by WhiteCupENT.com. They fucks with us. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and our guest is powered by Starbucks. Caramel macchiatos. See, you're not as woke as you guys thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, we're proud about you, the listeners, the fans, everybody who fucks with us on Patreon, everybody who fucks with our Podbean. I gotta give a shout out to our newest Patreon subscriber, Julio Mendoza. This is Aubrey from the So Wizard Podcast, and you're listening to the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. You are now listening to Cult 45, the only cult movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome, everybody, to a problematic edition of Cult 45. I'm your host, Beat'em Down. Today, I'm joined by, as always, Ready, Ready, Seven! Yeah! Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest. Hailing from San Diego, this woman is one half of the Pop Prism Power podcast. She has forgotten more anime and manga than you ever learned. A member of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Elara motherfucking Gesh. What's up, guys? What's up? Thank How you are you doing? Me. Absolutely, absolutely. We're so glad to have you on. How have you been in this uh post-apocalyptic world? <laughs> <laughs> Surviving the best I can, watching a lot of TV, a lot of movies, playing a lot of games. Now, um, but behind the scenes, we kind of we kind of sprung this guest spot on you, kind of kind of last minute. In hindsight, I feel like it's actually good to have you on because because of this movie, um, the premise alone sounds like anime straight up and down, right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> My Is question: this the plot to Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the only anime you know? <laughs> it's not the only anime I know. It was the one that first came to mind. I just, I just like how you picked like the, the, the best of the best that you like slapped it with. We mean like the the lesser ones that you had to order online. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, those are fun. Yeah, the straight to video anime. Oh my god. Oh, I was the, the one where they're like the tentacles and like the squishiness. Always. Ilara, I gotta ask you though, um, where were you when when your first time seeing this movie? What was your first impressions of uh, Weird Science? I grew up watching like campy 80s movies with my mom. Um, So first time, I can't remember the exact first time I saw it, but more than likely it was with her. And uh, probably when I was a kid, when I shouldn't have been watching it. Right, right. (laughs) Randy, what about you, buddy? What was was your first impressions of Weird Science? So the first time I saw this was thursday really um, yeah <laughs> i had never seen this before i've heard of john hughes i've actually seen the breakfast club I, I i had no interest in going back to sherman illinois and like the only reason i even know of that reference is because of dogma so it's like because i'm a big kevin smith fan i remember that one line from dogma where he's like yeah we're well, that really hot chick and all she wants to do is get down but oh no she don't because it's a pg-13 movie it's a bullshit and i was like now after watching the movie i was like Fuck, he was right. This is exactly what this is like. This, she so wants to get down, but that rating is just holding, is the only thing holding her back. Jesus, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, for me, my, my first impression was actually pretty weird with this one because I was like, I remember being six years old. 
Um, we were overseas because uh, my dad was in the military. I was a military brat, and it just wasn't a lot to rent. And I, I literally wore Ninja Turtles out. You know what I mean? Like there was nothing else to watch. So like my parents are literally doing their best to like find movies for me. I've seen everything from Howard the Duck over there. Just shit I had no business watching. And this is definitely one of them. And I remember like tapping out because uh, when the fucking uh, cyborg biker guy showed up, I was fucking terrified. <laughs> I want to know part of this movie. <laughs> so I actually never finished it. I remember I remember liking the U- the USA shows, but I wasn't really into the show because I mean, this movie as a kid because it was, dude, I was too fucking young. Like nowhere. The fuck mm. was puberty? Wasn't ready. <laughs> But um, yeah, uh, you mentioned John Hughes. John Hughes is pretty much responsible for like damn near all the classic 80 movies that I actually have not really seen. Um, you know, I've seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, of course. I've seen The Breakfast Club. I have not seen 16 Candles. I have seen uh, Planes, Trains, Automobiles, uh, Uncle Buck. He's literally like 80s personified damn near as much as like any other legendary uh, uh, director you could think of. And um, he wrote this movie in two days, guys. God damn! It shows. <laughs> <laughs> It's very obvious this was not wow. this was not this was not taking a lot of time to, a lot of thought was gone behind this at all. So yeah, I would I would be shocked if there was, but um, there was one scene that actually moved John Hughes to tears. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! So you guys are ready to start this stuff? <laughs> this very interesting slash problematic slash uh, statutory film. You guys ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so. Smash cut to <laughs> honestly, this is ground zero for um just devastating puberty to kick in. We're we're at gym class. We have our leads, Gary and Wyatt, who are just oh god, like tea kettle steaming horny at this point. I remember this age where you're like you have so much dick energy you can't even think straight. Yeah, I it, get that. It's I hate how I can relate to this, but because they're absolute losers because they, they have <laughs> they, they go through the what ifs, they go through the scenarios. And they're just like, yeah, man, we're just going to hang out. Like they, they, <laughs> they have none of the means to do the things that they want to do. But they're just like adamant about it. But like they but they know they're losers. Right now, mm-hmm. Laura, you being on the other side, how terrified were you as a young person <laughs> with the uh, with these creepy? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was cracking me up because it's like they weren't even trying to hide. They were standing right in the doorway. And the first thought was, how are they going to hide their boners? Because they're talking about all this stuff, and they're just staring right at all these women. And unfortunately, we have a young Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> who's playing the bully. Honestly, oh. RDJ as a kid looks like a complete asshole. I can't. I'm sorry. I love him. I love him to death. I love him 3000. You know what I mean? But come on. Yep. I don't feel like we would be friends. <laughs> no. So we have super bullies, uh, Ian and Max, and they they run up behind them and they pants these bastards. And I'm glad you brought that up, Alara, because I, I feel like they might have been um, full masked at this point. And it's terrifying for them. And it's just every any kind of street cred they would have ever had with these ladies is thrown out the goddamn window because this, this is the worst. This is the absolute worst. And then we're followed up by the absolute best. Now, as, as problematic as this film is, guys, I cannot deny how dope this intro song is. The Weird Science intro song is like one of the best songs. Point blank period. Boingo, boingo. Okay. What? Hold on, Randy. Hold on, bro. Explain. What? How is not awesome? You know I'm not like a music guy. I'm just like, I I just, uh. But this is is like back in time. It's it's classic 80s. That's what it is. That's like, okay. That's (sighs) like, 
Also, I don't know what's going on. The interconnection, like your voice is super bassy, but we're gonna roll with it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I dropped pure. Oh, my puberty voice is coming. I know. Like you get a second wave. <laughs> Instead of menopause, we just we just get <laughs> bassier voices and lower balls. Is that connected? Is that a thing? I hope not. Jesus. Maybe. As soon as your balls hit the toilet uh, water, you just. Anyway. Uh, oh no! I I felt the water. <laughs> this is this is this is what it is, Laura. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Glad I don't have that problem. <laughs> yeah, everything else just yeah. sucks horribly. So it's, it's, I know you would easily trade <laughs> the toilet water nuts over everything else y'all have to go through. It's it's the worst. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So back to the movie, guys. <laughs> so we have the ultimate setup. It's the ultimate 80s movie setup for any plot to be furthered on, guys. The parents are going to go away for a long period of time. That's all you need. And our boy Wyatt, he has a huge house. His parents are, are, are obviously rich as shit. Obviously, they have a maid. How did that work out? I don't I don't know. I don't know. But um, they're, they're about to leave. But they're, you know. They're almost going to have a good time, but they find out that their shitty older, well, uh, white shitty older brother Chet is going to show up, right? Play by our boy Bill Paxton, mm-hmm. one of the few men to be killed by, like, all the most essential horror characters of all time. <laughs> That's an awesome credit to have. You've been killed by a xenomorph, a predator, and a goddamn, wait, did a predator kill him? No. The Terminator yep. killed him. Yeah, a predator did kill him. Yep, predator took yeah. Jesus. He's been killed by all three. He's been killed by the best. <laughs> But um, I got questions about Chet. Um, I feel like he's not—he's not okay. He doesn't masturbate. That's what happened. You know what? I would—I would—I would agree. That makes sense. The same reason the boys have this so much dick energy. This is what happens when you have so much dick energy, but you don't release it. Your brain literally starts to eat itself. <laughs> Just turns you into. This is science, bird. people. This is real <laughs> science that I—you can look up on the internet. They had a whole article about how they had those the same the proud boys were told not to masturbate and they to lower their cognitive abilities. Oh my god, he yeah, he, you know what? Chet totally is a proud boy. Holy shit. It makes you insane. He's the first proud boy. Yep. Holy shit. But unfortunately, uh Gary and Wyatt aren't too far behind him because <laughs> they're watch- all they're doing is watching Frankenstein. That's all they're doing. And somehow the inspiration hits Gary was like, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make a woman. It's like what? And the fact that he follows through, <laughs> like, uh, like Laura, have you ever been so driven in your life <laughs> to have something just so impossible seem possible? Oh, I can't say I've been there. Not been that desperate, but you can see the desperation in his eyes when he proposes it. And I love how he's like, "Why? Just use your computer, bro." And I'm like, "Oh, the '80s. Yep. Oh, when the computers were just like literally like." <laughs> The, in, in another timeline, this guy will become Oscar Isaac and ex machina. <laughs> Which is a better movie. Of, you know what? <laughs> we should have did that for our Patreon. <laughs> that would have been a good pairing for this. Should have done that one. Like, yeah, you want to oh, build a God. woman? You do it right. It's less problematic, <laughs> man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you build one and you make sure you got a plug you can shut her down with. Because I like how we don't, you know, uh, you know, hacking, hacking is equivalent to Doctor Strange magic in the 80s. Okay, so this is, all right, since you brought it, you said the word before I got a chance to. 
this is how I'm going to like fix the entire movie. Cause it <laughs> says weird science. And I was looking for the science and it made no sense. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense of how you hack NORAD, how you attach plastic to metal and it became flesh, how you just inputted random images into a scatter and it downloaded brains like patterns. And I was like, wait, this would make more sense if the weird was replaced by occult. Yeah. Occult science makes more sense. And it's like, okay. And then it explains more how, because in the 80s, lightning apparently is the ultimate magical power. And it's like, if you have lightning anywhere, you can literally bring back the dead, transfer your soul into a living to a living doll body. You can reanimate, you can change the programming of any kind of computer device. And it's like, okay, so there was lightning and there was a computer and there was a woman. That's all they needed in the 80s. You could build anything out of that. And I was like, okay. Now this movie makes more sense to me. But I have questions. Why? Why does he have such a high-powered computer anyway? At one point he says it was a birthday present, but why does this kid even have all of this equipment in his room? He's rich as fuck. That's true. I don't think That's I don't true. think Good I don't point. think internet porn was like like out of its infancy yet, so they had nothing but potential at that point. Like he had no choice but to apply himself <laughs> and he became a super genius. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it's a shame the bully became Tony Stark and not this guy. You <laughs> <laughs> would you would have got to that that glowing blue armor like the second movie. You would have been on top of this. I, I was like, why haven't they put Mike Anthony Michael Hall in any of the Marvel movies as like a rival to Tony Stark? That'd be that'd hilarious. Be fucking to watch. dope. No, that actually would have been that'd have been great. He should have been. That would have been funny. Instead of a uh, uh, Hyde Pierce, it, yeah, it should have been <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, like, <laughs> like remember that slushy you dropped on me, Tony? You fuck. But uh, <laughs> but I, I, it's I, me, will you? <laughs> but I just love how like it, it's super. There's super computer science, but at the same time, they're just like throwing magazine pictures in a kind of fucking printer, and it's like this will do. <laughs> I'm just like whatever, man. And they have like weird video game shit pop. Like like computers never. I've never seen computers work like this. Like what what <laughs> does Control F12 take you to like the fucking eyeball program where you like play Dungeons and Dragons and shit with this guy like what the fuck is this but it's the Matrix yeah, like the, the VR graphics yeah oh my god dude what if that's what it is what if what if Wyatt was like like the first Neo and he accidentally fucked up the Matrix that would make more sense this would make a lot more that sense that would make more sense actually so my theory was using the occult magic they actually broke a riff into the fifth dimension and there was an imp that took the form of Lisa rather than an act, like they, they made Lisa there was an already living entity which explains how she's able to do the things she does later because if you give her the powers of Mixx Picklick it would make more sense rather than like no she's just a robot who can do things I'm, like, I'm no, semi annoyed that we uh, actually workshopped a better uh, uh, everything so uh, let's, just, let's just move on okay <laughs> two days he had two days yeah two it days took me All 20 right. minutes to come up with that <laughs> So I love how um, the only choice they have is to yeet the goddamn CPU out the window, right? But they notice the doll is gone. The door, <laughs> sorry, the door swells up and explodes. Imagery, phrasing. And um, a hot chick appears, guys. Oh, shit. They did it. Lisa's, Lisa's well, they, they didn't name her yet. Uh, you know what? That's what I love. They didn't name her yet, but the first thing they immediately do, which is fairly understandable, is they shower with her. Immediately. Yeah. Now, Laura, Laura, like, like on a scale of one to ten, how 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 anime was that? That sequence. 
It was pretty anime. I mean, even the whole making her sequence and then the door exploding, very anime. Yeah. And and they're just showering with their clothes on because they don't know. I mean, they honestly don't know what to do. The poor bastards. And they're, they're freaking out. And she's just she's just there. She's just enjoying all of this stuff. But she's uh, 100% aware. Highly intelligent. Which I will give. Because at, <laughs> at first I was like, oh, man, are they going to make her stupid? And I realized, no, they actually wanted to give her brains. But it's like that's like the the one redeeming thing they've done in this entire film. Was like, let's and make her intelligent. Make her like they didn't like give her like super anime titties. They just like yeah, they they were modest. yeah. There was that scene where they yeah. they show it on the screen where it blows her boobs up and then shrinks them, and that which surprised me that boys of their age decided on smaller boobs. Um, you're right. Well, just them. <laughs> no, yeah, just them. Yeah. Later, when, later, Tony Stark's like, no, bigger, better, Hulkbusters. <laughs> Hulkbuster titties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh, if if I'm gonna name her Veronica, yeah, if, like like 14 year old me, like like that version of Lisa wouldn't be able to make it through the door. She would have just her spine would have snapped in half, and she would have died. It would have been, it'd have been terrible. I'm not proud of it, guys. All right, let's just let's just move on. I put in my um notes though. This could have gone either way, um, horror or porn, because mm-hmm. she could have killed him immediately and just gone on a killing spree, or this could have just been a a absolute smut film. And I just I just didn't appreciate the. Uh, the hint of Mary Poppins in this. Because somebody, I forgot who it was, somebody said like, oh, it's like Mary Poppins with, with boobs. And it's like... It was her. But Kelly Mar- Brock said that. But Mary Poppins, she... Okay. Breast. Let's just move on. <laughs> she already had breasts. We saw them in that other musical that Julie Andrews was in. <laughs> <laughs> but but she's basically a science genie. Like, she's a computer... She's a genie. More, more, more or less. Right. More or less. Are, are, are we against this? Are we against the fact that she's more of a genie than anything else? I, I'm i already... Mixes Pickalick. She's an imp from a fifth dimension. Okay, gotcha. She's able to control time, space, and reality at a whim. Well, in, in layman's terms, she's a genie. God, God damn it, Randy. You're laughing. Yeah. Which she's is also the same. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, Randy. We know. <laughs> For people who's never cracked open a comic book, Randy, moving on. She has a car. It was literally on. You guys haven't seen Supergirl. There's an episode where they explain all this. Moving all the way on. So I love Fine. how <laughs> I love how when she materializes a car is literally like a Barbie car. I thought that was fun. With a fuzzy steering wheel cover. It had. I mean, of course, she knows what class is. As you do. And um, she's named Lisa, which is like a like an inside joke of like it was one of the first computer names was Lisa. I forgot the exact. Uh, trivia to this guys i apologize but um there was like an ai or something that was named lisa but it was like steve jobs first girlfriend or something like nice (laughs) i love how um lisa immediately decides to go to like uh one of the most um mature establishments possible to take these kids and it's basically like a black people's hole in the wall which i thought was weird of all places to go in the 80s you went here well i thought it was a call back to animal house where it's like they take the poor college students to the middle of nowhere, or it's just that jazz club. And I was like, okay, I guess this is where you take white children. You take them to the blues club just just to see how they would react to everyone else. <laughs> All right. Laura, I got to ask you, how, how, how painful for you personally was it to watch um, as uh, these old people make Gary drink and Gary immediately... Uh, <laughs> He laps in the black talk. I don't. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how else to frame it. How bothered were you? I'm just curious. 
I was I was pretty bothered. <laughs> my my husband was actually watching it with me too, and he goes, "Why is he talking like that? What did they do?" And it's like, is this his first interaction with with black people? Because <laughs> mm, possibly that's what I want to know too. Possibly, but 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 we also need to like factor in the the, the strength of Hennessy. Is <laughs> there it is. We 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 got to factor it in because like you, it's like he got he got drunk enough where he's like I got to be comfortable. I need to like relate to all these people, and he he goes in hard. But he does get immediate street cred by just having Lisa touch you know saying that she's with him for the sexual thrill, the sexual thrill, <laughs> and every and everyone basically uh you know like immediately you know because that's how guys work. Oh, you're having sex with that? Oh, you're officially here are the codes to the nuclear launch codes. Here here you go. Yep. Good job for you. That's how guys work. You're our president now. Pretty much. That's just, that's unfortunately how guys <laughs> work in some some levels. But uh, yeah, the, the black talk was painful in the very beginning. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But then like it was a part where uh, <laughs> somebody asked him something stupid, and he started talking to fat. This boy talking about on the telephone, man. Explain it. What the goddamn? We know there's a telephone, boy. What the hell thing I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I'm not gonna get too mad at him. He's underage and he's shit faced on Hennessy, so it is what it is. he did get annoying once once they were back in the car though. That's when I was done. Yeah. Yeah. So I like how when they're driving back, you know, Lisa's trying to give them like a you know a, a story to what to tell Chet when they come back. You know, this is when we officially meet Chet once they get back because they're they're shit faced and Chet is just all up in their shit. And um, okay, I'm a older I'm the oldest out of out of my siblings and I've never been on this level. Like especially bribery, because where is my younger family gonna find any money to do anything? <laughs> right? This is fucking ridiculous. Alara, are, are, are you? Do you have any brothers or sisters? I do. I have a younger brother, but I've never tried to extort him for money, and not that amount either. It wasn't like a five bucks, twenty right. bucks. It was like a hundred and seventy-five in eighties money. That's specific. like that's like a quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> nope. It's <laughs> like what are you? That's a whole kidney. But then again, these are rich. I guess this is allowance because they're, they're like that fucking rich. And I, and, the, and I keep running back to this. I'm like, man, Wyatt is not that bad looking a kid and he's crazy rich and he has a huge house. How is he not popular? Like, is everyone. He's a weird kid who would take pilot lessons. Or is everybody just so rich in his neighborhood? Like, it's, it's just like, well, this is technically utopia. So now we just judge you by your character and you suck. <laughs> it's like, what is it? What or is, it? is Gary holding him back? Mm, is it all Gary? Gary does suck. Gary does suck like a lot. more of a creeper than Wyatt. He really is. And like his his arc is is just sad. <laughs> it's not a good arc. <laughs> it's not a good arc at all. But I I really was wondering about Chet's backstory cuz I was like how much brain damage does this dude have like in in his life? Cuz like he, he's not in the military. He just went to school, right? Or, or was he like some weird JROTC type shit? Like what? Right. That confused me too cuz he definitely comes off as like very military, very harsh, but they keep saying that he's coming home from college, so he's not enlisted or anything. Right. So like how are you like yeah, let's say he's 20, but how are you 20 and you're like a a, a grizzled nom vet? Like wh- who are you? <laughs> I think that's just Bill Paxton. <laughs> Touche. Uh, yeah. Touche. Um it, All right, guys. Let's we, we got to we we danced around this long enough. Yeah. It is. So Wyatt and Lisa are like alone, and they're uh, they're having this conversation, and uh, you know six year old me, all this flies over my head, right? And uh, they start to kiss, 
hard. You know, because like me, six, you know, six years old, you know, me at six is like, you know, 15 is, is equivalent to being 25 at that point. So I'm like, whatever, this, this makes sense. 36 year old me is like, oh God, I need an adult. This is awful. Lisa grabs the butt cheeks. It gets aggressive. It gets weird. Like it looks like they're tonguing each other. I think they actually, um, I think they actually did tongue kiss because uh, uh, the boy kind of tried, tried sneaking in there and he got in deep shit with the actress in real life. But at the same time, you know, all this, this is all bad, guys. This is bad. And then, and then they fade out because there was a conversation about gymnastics. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they had sex, right? That that happened, right? Well, because later on, she says that she didn't even get into her gymnastics routine. So I don't think they actually sealed the deal. I think he passed out before they did. See, but that's too, that's too, that's too much gray area because I didn't get into it. And she's, you know, technically an adult. So she could have like, it could have been insertion. He could have been like, and it been over. That's true. He did wake up wearing her panties the next morning. So also. (laughs) I've never seen in the history of film a guy actually wear women's underwear and like wear them nicely. It was weird. Cause like, what kind of body does this child have to where he? (laughs) I was so confused. I was literally like, "How do you look comfortable in this? You don't look. You don't look uncomfortable whatsoever. (laughs) Like, like it looked like they were his underwear. It just feels soft against his skin. That's all. (laughs) Yeah, this is nice." They were like those '80s athletic cut panties. They looked a little masculine. Did they? I'll give yeah. it to them. I mean, I, I, if if Namor's costume it's like was masculine, my boys are riding it on a cloud. They they probably were. They, they probably were just <laughs> snug as shit. I'm not. I can't deny. It. But it was it was Namor's underwear or like Doctor Manhattan's underwear when they edit the dick out. That's basically what it looked like. And, it, <laughs> and they honestly thought it was a dream, which is fair. But like, that's another problematic question. Um. What was Gary's involvement in this? Was he just in the corner being a creep? What's happening here, guys? There's too many. Like at this point, I was like, "What?" Oh, you know, I forgot. This was this was a uh, <laughs> this was a Patreon pick. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> so at this moment, right here, I'm gonna give a good at shout. This out. awkward moment. Yep. Because yes. I'm gonna blame it all on Derek Lewis. Thank you so much, Derek Lewis, for the submission. You did this to us. Anyway, moving on. So statutory rape aside, um, it's the next day. And um Chet freaks the fuck out, right? Because uh he see- <laughs> he sees our boy Wyatt dressed in his Sunday best. It's just more bribes. I don't Yeah, he just keeps upping the ante every time. Yeah. And I'll be like, dude, I don't care. Tell tell him. Tell them, dude. And I'm just like you have no proof. Like, why? Well, I'll, I'll, tra- I'll throw it in the trash. Just relax. Anyway, so we go to the mall because it's, it's the '80s movies. We have to. We got to get to the mall. It's super important. Super important. That we do this, and we have our, our iconic icy attack. And um, as a uh, overweight person, I gotta say, you really have to hate a person to give up a slushy just to ruin somebody's day. Because it was but still it's a classic bad guy like a weapon. It, we've heard like had this before. It's like, and somehow this one apparently can quadruple in mass on the way down from a second story drop. Because <laughs> that was a medium sized icy. It's twenty two <laughs> ounces. There's no way that it like covered both kids from head to like nipple in delicious flavor. <laughs> that would have been at least. 
three large ices. It, it was a shit ton, dude. I, Thirty-three <laughs> ounces each. It went from like regular bullet t- attack to like Nickelodeon in like two point five seconds. And it was just like, yeah. <laughs> well, and of course, main characters are wearing white. Of course, they of are. course they are. Oh. Also, side note: fuck every single person in that mall. Are you serious? <laughs> like you, like grown adults see this and they're like, ah, <laughs> look at these fucking kids. Like everyone laughs at them. No one felt sorry for them. Like, like maybe we are snowflakes because <laughs> the eighties are rough, man. <laughs> You're like in your sixties. You see a kid get bullied and you fucking just die laughing. That's your first instinct. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That'll toughen you up. <laughs> <laughs> That'll give you character. You're not gonna. <laughs> I took shrapnel and nom. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably one guy having like a legitimate flashback, and he's just like, "Hold oh, those poor bastards." <laughs> Um, okay, can we talk about the uh, the two girls, the brunette and the blonde? I'm, I'm I'm saying their names like that on purpose, only because um, these are the worst characters I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, they're pretty forgettable. They have th- their motivation is just to be the accessories later of the uh, like and 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 match hair color to Gary and Wyatt. Basically, even as a kid, I know yeah. I thought that was weird. I was like, so that is that how that works? You just you just go with who your hair matches? But it, their their arcs are trash. It's like these guys are mean, yeah, but they're they're handsome, yeah. I guess we'll just, I guess we'll just hang around. Like, <laughs> they're popular. We're gonna use them to get into all the parties. We'll be the best. We'll get the puffiest jackets we can possibly. I don't know. They they had nothing. I mean, <laughs> if we dump them, we're gonna be kicked out of the story anyway. So I guess we should like <laughs> stay with these yeah. guys, right? <laughs> right. Um, another thing that irks me about this is like, okay, so Lisa sees. Uh, Max and Ian, she makes eyes at him, and they immediately ditch their girlfriends to go like to as a as a team mm-hmm. go after Lisa. And I'm like, what? Why? Why is it always two on one? Why is this? A, why is the two on one a, a thing? Why? 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 How? How close are friends are you? I mean, me and Randy are cool, but we're not that cool. Nope, not that cool. I'm just saying, I I would never do an Eiffel Tower with you just because I'm I'm awkwardly shy. Yeah, well, I don't I don't want to be doing that. Oh, that's that's the reason. <laughs> that, that's the reason, Randy. Your shyness, your shyness is yeah. the reason. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's number one. That's number one reason. <laughs> okay, all right. Sorry, <laughs> it's not it's not a matter of friendship. I just don't want my I don't want to feel turtling while I'm supposed oh. to be performing, and it just like, that's gross. It's that's like ill, 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 ill. Because anyway. it'll just be you and this other chick, and I'm just like, no, can we please walk away? Can we please walk away from this? That, that, it, regardless, it's problematic. You were saying, Laura, save us, please, save us. <laughs> save us. Oh, I was just gonna say, you guys don't want to be Eskimo brothers. No, <laughs> no, it's, it's freaking gross. It's gross, but it, 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 I was just weirded out of how this was just a thing, because like they're Do like, my bro, doing it with my bro. I'm sorry, because he's not even like he's not even like wingman. Like they're both like we're doing this is we. It's an unspoken rule that they're gonna just do this together. It was just weird. That was that was you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, it's not like one was playing the wingman. They were both at her at the same time with the intent of being together being eskimo brothers like not even looking at each other like what are you what are you doing like what what, stop let me talk to you like not even fighting they were like no we got like they when they go to the bathroom together they both go to the exact same stall at the same time in unison like there's no question this is is what they do yeah what one time one goes up top the other one goes on bottom Uh, between his legs oh god okay moving on this is this is this is the worst thanks derek (laughs) thanks derek lewis 
So, uh, <laughs> God damn it. I like how, um, you know, Lisa uh, magically gives Gary and Wyatt a Porsche uh, to make the bullies. Did she, jealous. though? Because I feel like that, like, that might have just been his Porsche. Because no, no one it, else questions it. It disappears. It disappears later in the movie. Later film. on in the movie, it does, yeah. yeah later yeah. on. But, like, again, I like... How rich are you that you just dro- stroll up in a Porsche and like no one's like, where'd you get that car? Like no one ever says that. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's... well, Max, the two bullies kind of questioned it at first when he pulled up. Mm. Well, and when he pulled it up on the curb, but yeah, yeah. it's just weird because like she's like making out with like both of them in the car, and it's just like, yeah, we're so cool. I'm like, what? And this is gross. But the, <laughs> like, but Ian and Max are really butthurt about this. And like, I wish that was us. Sharing a yeah. overage chick in a fucking car. <laughs> like, what, what is? <sighs> Moving on. House party time. Right, it has to happen. Mm-hmm. Lisa wants to have a house party. Wyatt doesn't want to because he has he has some kind of sense. Um, I like how um. This 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 doesn't make sense to me. The uh, the whole crazy shit with uh, Gary's parents. It's it's it's. it's this is where John Hughes, because like, okay, around the same time he's doing the Breakfast Club, right? Right. And I feel like all of his energy just went to the Breakfast Club. And I feel like he was like, I got to bridge a gap somewhere. This is this is where I'm not going to care. And it's this scene here. Where basically, this is like a home invasion, almost. Like a kidnapping. More or less. Because Lisa like lays out that, hey, we're going to have a party at Wyatt's house. It's, it's going to get nasty. There, there will be sex on everyone. Yep. Everyone's gonna sex on each other. It's gonna be cool. There may be drugs. I got giant swings that we're gonna hang in Wyatt's house because he's got huge ceilings, and we're just gonna have Asian hookers everywhere. It's gonna be amazing. We're not wiping down anything after. We're we're gross. We're doing this, and um, you know, obviously the parents are are upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? How come we can't come? <laughs> you need chaperones. I mean, at least. But uh, what wh- what happens, Laura? What does Lisa do to uh, to calm the situation now? She pulls out a damn stick shooter, a fucking hand cannon, and I'm like, <laughs> you know magic, Lisa. Why can't you? Why was it? Why was your first choice this? <laughs> you could have. She could have done anything and everything. The world was at her fingertips. She's 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 the genie from Aladdin. She could have smoothed this over. But she's the size. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't pistol whip the dad. Honestly, I thought that was coming next. I thought so too. <laughs> um, realistically, oh, we sense. when you have a gun that size, you have to you have to at least pistol whip somebody. Like, come on, you can't do that. None of this is upsetting the mom. The mom is just upset that she found out her son masturbates. <laughs> <laughs> the mom is not bothered by the party. The I'm talking like, your hair. Also, um, I'm I'm going to answer tossing off as probably like the least offensive phrasing for masturbation. Yeah. Well, you have to do it with the hand motion, or it doesn't count. True. That the hand motion makes it vulgar. Saying it saying it alone is like is like it was in a Dickens novel. Moving on. <laughs> tossing off. <laughs> I'm spreading free literature to the masses. <laughs> So um, we find out that the this giant hand cannon was just a water pistol. Okay, sure, it doesn't make it any better. But she finally does the the genie mind meld, the, you know the the men in black wipe only to the dad because she hated him so much, and he like she she made him completely forget that he even had a son. 
I think she just gave him Alzheimer's. Yeah. Cause like what? Cause the mom is just like, don't you remember? He's like, who? What? Shut up. <laughs> Bring me pudding. So apparently Lisa invented Facebook because she invited like everyone in the universe to this party, like the entire world. In this era right now of uh, of, of of COVID, it's like how. <laughs> That's not social distancing compliant. No, this this is the adverse of this. This is just this is this is America at its best. Like just yep, this is bodies on top of bodies. Everyone's breathing in each other's eyes. It's Florida. <laughs> it's basically Florida. All of Florida showed up it's to this. Florida, party. yeah. And I love how Gary and White are uptight. As I mean, honestly, they fucking shit. It's a lot of people. It's the entire town. Was there a black person in there? I feel like maybe. I don't think there was. They have the the guy from the club. Oh yeah, they uh they had to bring the old ass black people from the. <laughs> oh, by the way, dude, um, uh, one of the guys at that bar was our, our one of our homeboys from American Ninja. Um, I forgot his fucking real name. God damn it! Mm. But he was a uh, Kung Fu Joe, and I'm gonna get you, sucker. No, he was just there. He was just fucking there. Uh, remember from uh, Hollywood Shuffle, the the one dude in the tutu that knew how to whoop ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he, yeah he, I, I'm so mad. I forgot his fucking name. God damn it. He's a legend. He's actually a really good actor, but he just ne- he ne- he never give him good roles. Anyway, I like how the young girls, uh, the, the brunette and blonde, the one have, that have no personality, their main concern is about how both of their boyfriends are going to go after this one older chick. And then they talk about how awesome she is. And I'm like, this is your, this is your, uh, this is your act two problem. This is your issue. Mm-hmm. That they, can- they have nothing else to worry about. They're rich. They're white. They're like in a safe '80s neighborhood. I mean, what what other concerns could you have? But wouldn't you be like, "Fuck them, dude. That's gross." That y'all y'all willing to share a chick? And just uh, okay, uh, you know what? Their their literal existence <laughs> in this universe depends on their relationship with men. Which is That's worse? True. Which is worse? It, 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 which motivation is worse? Um, their motivation or or Sue Stone's motivation in um Fantastic Four. Where she just want to read like the fact that Sue Storm doesn't like. There's a point where she doesn't care if she gets sex anymore, but she still exists. <laughs> I feel like that. I think that's better. Touche, touche, Randy. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like if these if these girls really just like you know what we're done with both the we're done with all guys we're just gonna love each other. They would literally vanish into the ether of this. <laughs> they, would ne- they would not even be a part of this story. Their little puffy jackets just hit the floor like Obi Wan. Yeah, <laughs> they were literally just poof out of existence. <laughs> oh man, I love how when um Ian and Max try to do black speak <laughs> this time around, it does not go well. That <laughs> <laughs> bar boy Mitch drive. was not having that shit, and it was fucking hilarious. But yeah, like Lisa makes eyes at the bullies and whatnot, and um. She's giving, you know, basically she's she's wing she's wingmanning for uh, Gary and Wyatt. Basically, she's pulling the bullies away from these very one dimensional women, so they can have this weird bathroom situation. And Wyatt is just nah, he's just doing a terrible job. He's doing a terrible job, just throwing Gary under the bus. Honestly, I don't understand how Gary could hold him back when Wyatt is literally like destroying Gary at every point he can. Like like at every moment <laughs> he tears Gary down. Oh, he was taking a massive shit. It's like why would you do that? So we get back to um, how the bullies are still like trying to figure out what's Le- what, what, what's going on with Lisa. And Lisa has like this weird slave programming shit that she's like laying out for them. Yeah, because they rub the lamp. She's their slave, basically. I didn't want to like, that's what I want. Yeah. yeah. 
That's what it is. As a genie, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what, that's what it is. And, and they're like, they're interested in like what's going on here. And they're trying to figure out like, how can they get their own? Because, you know, it's 1985. Um, mm-hmm. So there's this whole, Laura, I don't know how old you are, but like, I don't know if you're familiar with Dragnet. Uh, I know of it. Yeah, so like they little, do this little before my time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, mine too a little bit, but um, I'm just seeing like, why would you? Why, why? How do you not think these girls can hear you in the shower, in the same bathroom they're in? Also, why are you still in the bathroom doing the dragnet bit? Like, can you just get out? What are you doing? Why are y'all still in there? Why is this happening? Why is this whole scene? This scene was just the most annoying thing of all time for me, guys. I was really just. Just irritated. So, like, the girls finally bump into Lisa, who, you know, Lisa's trying to hook him up, tell him how awesome Gary and White is and their sexual prowess. She she admits to them that um they shower together. And 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 that's just a that's just a thing. That's just a thing. And well, um, I'm surprised at how unbothered these girls were by that, if they're kind of interested in Gary and Wyatt and you know, she just found out that they showered with another woman. They seemed pretty unbothered by it. Just, oh, they showered together, and that's it. Yeah, like almost, they were almost jealous. Like, oh, that's they're so cool. Like, what? This is horrifying. <laughs> this, is, this, this is if this was um, if this was like Dateline, this would this would this would be the part where the where the stinger comes in. Was like, and then. <laughs> Yep, and then we found out that they showed with her. Is Hello, he... I'm Chris Hansen. Um, hey, you want to say that again? <laughs> oh, Chris Hansen would have lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> you did what with these children? Like, what, what are you doing here? Like uh, uh, gymnastics, my asshole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the bullies are finally like, "Hey, man." We're sorry that we've been jerks to you. Can you please give us your girlfriend a borrow? Like, ew. This is yeah. just. Ugh. This is just bad. <laughs> and like, well, and I was surprised they took that approach because when she said, when Lisa tells them, like, oh, they do anything, I will do anything that they tell me to do. I thought that they were gonna try to bully the boys into telling her to sleep with them. So I was surprised that they took this like, oh, we're sorry. Can you make us a woman? <laughs> I mean, because it's kind of because at first it was like, like, can we borrow her? We'll even give up our girlfriends who are just basically uh, the equivalent of a backpack. And, and it's like, uh, I was like, oh, we'll this trade. Is- it's going to be awesome. Yeah. We'll, trade you, we'll trade you our younger models for your more experienced model. And I was like, yeah, every part of this is gross. Yeah. You know the whole free will thing is kind of gross to us. We just want like a like a just a. a <laughs> this Can is you a, build us robots to have sex with? I mean, it's basically like asking to borrow a flashlight at this point. Is all of us? No matter what level this is on, it's it's, it's it's bad. It's bad and it's wrong and it's gross. And uh, so they <laughs> so, so I guess to 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 just check all the boxes and, and be cool, they decided just you know play God again. Sure, we'll do our satanic ritual and bring up another woman from the ether. How, that's not a big deal. Everyone gather around. We'll light the candles, put the headdress on, and then we'll summon, we'll open the rift and literally have the entire reality and gravity start destroying the whole house. Yeah, dude. So, n- before we do, let's go steal some bras. Yeah, also, where? where? Are, these have to be his mom's bras. 
I thought they, they he had a sister that like I thought he had a sister who wasn't there at all. Like because there's another room. Yeah, there is. But it had little horses everywhere, so I'm assuming that she wasn't of the age to wear a bra yet. Ugh. Oh, did did they have like a sister that got like family matters like disappeared? Like she just <laughs> she just went up the stairs and just never came back. Oh, yeah, there was oh no, a that's, a that's a dark room. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! That, that's you know, dude. The, oh, the, the sister, no, dude. Sister ghost room is like the thing that fucks with the computer. It's the sister, and, dude. And they brought her back to life. Oh no 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 no! I'm backing away. You was a dark thought. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I didn't mean like that. I just meant like there was dark occult energy. Oh no, no. They summoned her from beyond the grave using their dark computer powers. Oh, God, this movie. And then she wants to sleep with them and play Wingman? No. (laughs) No. No, this is the worst. Uh, I like how they forget to get. Oh, because, yeah, where else did they get the doll from? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, the doll was their sisters. Oh, God. Untapped sexual energy. The oh, this is, uh, <laughs> <that> sister. <laughs> John Hughes needed one more day, man. Just to fucking just, one more day to really just think this all through. Oh fuck! So they maybe, they, maybe if we just put the coke down for a second and think this through. I think we might not. No, this is a great story. Great story. Okay. <laughs> so they they forgot to put a, another doll on the. Uh, on the fucking stu- whatever the fuck this thing is and um it was the on summoning a summoning uh, table yeah well the summoning table i don't know if you guys noticed was the box top to the game of life which i thought was kind huh, of i did funny. not catch that i was <laughs> i was too busy rolling my eyes at the entire fucking thing to see it i missed it <laughs> that is hilarious that's that's the one clever thing they did <laughs> this entire fucking <laughs> oh yeah jesus but they, but they summon a whole fucking nuke. Like that's 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 a thing. And um, I love how people are still trying to party, even though like I'm sorry if I see a motherfucking scud missile disappear, it's time to go. Right. But I don't know how strong gold slogger can be when you're just drinking it straight up. Like I don't know. Maybe they're just this is fucking cool, man. Oh well, shit! Like- look at this thing, bro. <laughs> Prior to the nuke even appearing, shit was getting sucked out the chimney and like flung into the yard, and like rooms were turning upside down. And these these '80s kids still want to party. The '80s were all the time. Like they were turning different colors, and I was like, "What?" They they probably thought somebody trapped in TVs. No, somebody probably thought they like spiked the punch with mushrooms or some shit. They're like, "Dude, this is this is the wildest party ever." Like literally, honestly, by the grace of God, there was a body of water for this one lady to fall into because she should have, she would have got final destination if uh, if it was concrete. It would have been rough. <laughs> oh yeah. Of course, she, of course, she was a Playboy model. This is why she was a uh, ripped down to her skibbies, guys. So nobody freak out. As far as we know, she was of age. As far as we know. <laughs> as far as we know. As far as we goddamn cards, know. people. It's so easy. No more underage counselors, and no one's taking off like weird. Freaky high schoolers. It's yeah, fine. Paramount. Anyway, everyone uh, gets a card, a license. Oh, by, uh, by, yeah. By the way, uh, uh, Ilara, um, one of the one of the the counselors in uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two was actually an underage child, and they found out way after the fact, and they just had to do some edits. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just want to catch you up. 
So, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's this, there's this little goofy side thing of like grandparents showing up, but they they honestly don't matter. And I, I, I don't know if Lisa killed them or lobotomized them or I don't know what she did, but she, she trapped just, them in a time loop. Yeah, they're just forever smiling. Them. Yeah, she did something to them and just threw them in a closet. It was like, okay, so like that, and that's where they shall be forever. So Lisa's trying to like help? Question mark. And um, she wants the boys to show that they have, you know, a backbone and that they, they can be brave under pressure. So she summons um, cyborgs and the main villain from Mad Max. Like, that's the actual guy. And that's pretty much the makeup he had from Mad Max. So, like, it's, it's the bad guy from Mad Max. And uh, the the robot guy. <laughs> like, yep. Why are people still at this party? Like, because they're tearing everything apart. Like, the, the 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 motorcycle mutants are tearing everything apart. No one is. No one is. Le- Maybe that's why I didn't notice any black people there. Cause they've been left. They're like, no, this is this is this is the worst. Mm-hmm. It's too weird, man. It's too, too weird. Much. All these white people being weird, weird again. I'm out. Mm-mm. Like the free food is cool, but once I saw that missile, I had to go home, man. Like I, I can't do this. Yeah. But yeah, like I mean, we literally had the villains from Fist of the North Star show up, more or less. <laughs> and. God damn it, dog. Like, of course, they grab the two unimportant girls, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the leader is like dressing these guys down very personally. <laughs> and and uh, yet, yet again, the crowd laughs at Gary and, and Wyatt. I'm like, who, what are you, whose side are you guys on, guys? Why are, why are we I'm doing mute. this? I don't know. You, like, you're cool yes. with mutants now? We you're- are the ultimate disciples. Yes. Keep what you killed. <laughs> Witness us. Witness me. <laughs> fucking crowd's trash. But the boys finally, you know, they, they they step up and Gary pulls out that goddamn hand cannon, right? And uh they, you know, they have a little, you know, little machismo moment, right? And like everyone backs off. Everyone everyone bitches up fully. I like how the the fucking robot man is just like, "All right, my bad, guys. I'm sorry." The bald headed dude from um, the Hills of Eyes is just like, hey, I, I, I gotta, I gotta go back to class. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, uh, <laughs> have a blessed day. I'd hate to lose my teaching job. I think that yeah. was like in reference to like he was a teacher in a video in like a '80s music video. I think he was referencing that. But um, they left humble as fuck, and um, I did laugh at the lack of gun safety because uh, I got a part, a part of me wished that he pointed at a person and pulled the trigger and like accidentally shot him. But then I thought about Tiger King and immediately got sad. Yeah. So moving yeah. on. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> That's technically what he did. Like anyway, moving on. Uh it's <laughs> awful. That's fucking awful. Um but yeah, believe Lisa's proud. You know, the house is in shambles, but she she's super proud. And um uh everyone I guess this is where everyone finally leaves. Once the <laughs> I don't know, dude, whatever. Everyone leaves. And like everyone chats with their with their counterpart that matches their hair. And um that's a thing. And oh I guess God. they have pre marital young kid sex or something. I don't know. It's gross. Yeah, they just he made out super hard until they fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what was <laughs> what'd you say, Laura? <laughs> they were doing gymnastics. Yeah. It, oh, cause she was like, Can I kiss you? And he was like, Where or something? It was like, What what? what? And yeah. then Where do you Whoa. want it? Yeah, and then they just and then like they they smash cut the shit out of that, but they're waking up and uh, I don't know, guys. Well, okay, hang on. There's actually a line in here that just actually helps me prove my theory. 
a little bit. How do you feel about Lisa? Well, I love her. You know, like a sister. Oh. Oh, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> he said that. Well, something that I did like about this part is that, you know, we mentioned it earlier where these girls just kept complimenting Lisa, even though she's supposed to kind of be like a rival. Right. But they just keep building her up like, oh, she's so pretty. She's so this. She's so that. But never once did they bad talk her or try to talk shit or anything like that. So I was a little impressed by that. You know what? Yeah. That is nice. They were supportive. But uh, they're still accessories. They're like Lisa's accessories at that yeah. point. They don't yeah. have, they just never had like their own motivation. Like what, what did they want? Honestly. To live. Cause like, you know, you know, un- unfortunate message is like they were rescued and thus gave up the goods because of such like, this is, yeah, yeah. those, they earned their cake. <laughs> <laughs> Damsel in distress. Right? That's what happens. You, you found the right castle and you get your cake. Yeah, this is uh there's a there's a lot of deprogramming I gotta do here, guys. There's a lot there's a lot of things that are just wrong. Like, <laughs> like I'm literally gonna slap wrong. the controller onto my son's hand when he beats Mario. I'm like, no! Like that is, that is not how it works. You play Mario Party where everyone's equal. <laughs> you just want a prize and that's it. So. Uh, you make him play regular Mario and then you make him play Super Princess Peach where he she has to go save Mario. And mm. then that way it's equal on both sides. There it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah, but I, there's, there's a lot. I'm going to have to explain to my kid like very carefully. <laughs> this is a lot. Because... <laughs> I'm I'm just uh, it, it, a, a lot of a lot of looking in the mirror, guys. <laughs> like like as as time progresses, I'm just like man, Jeez, they they did bad. not do a good job for us. Like I thought I was I thought I was doing good, but I I, I still suck. <sighs> so Chet shows up. <laughs> His room is snowing, which is like could be worse. I like a cold room. I'm just saying, like uh, as long as my comforters. Can stay warm. I, I would actually be okay with this, but but he's he's upset. He doesn't. Chat really doesn't question enough, which I think There's was like where the brain damage is around him. <laughs> it's it's a lot. There's a missile in the house. Uh, extreme damage. He doesn't care if why it's okay at all, mm-hmm. which he should. And like he t- but he does take the time to give a very aggressive wedgie to Wyatt. And eighties move. He has to do it. But I think I think we get like a real like purview into like the brain of uh chet because uh lisa asks him like why do you have to be such a wanker and he literally looks at us like because i get off on it <laughs> Jesus, <Yeah. laughs> holy shit uh, <laughs> so she so she tells the kids to go take the girls home right honestly this is just this is just bad movie from I, like it was already bad movie but like from here on is just i was like fuck i'm i'm glad as a kid i checked out because the rest of this sucks there's a cop chase for no reason for Gary because Gary gets, gets this is this is his moment being chased by the cops. And we're not going to get into the we're not going to get into the white privilege part of this how how he, he exactly. Gary should have got shot eighty five thousand times. We're not going to get into that because because did you notice when he when the train track trope happens and he passes the <laughs> he passes the track but the train was only like five cars. Yeah, and you could clearly like, see the cops, yeah. and I was like, "Y'all can just keep, y'all can keep going if you want it." <laughs> it's not like he's out of sight; he's right there. You can, still, you can still see him, guys. He's like, "Oh God damn it, he got away!" It's like, and it's like, how long is this chase yep. going on? Call for air support. 
Bright, no helicopters. We're not, we're not gonna try, huh? We're just gonna. You know, you're gonna bring out the tank from the suburban police station that you already have. Come on, man, <laughs> block off a road or something. <laughs> <laughs> License plate said, "Gary, move, move it on, moving on." Just tear gas, <laughs> right? No, no Instead pepper balls. Just, oh, shucks. No, no unmarked van. We just, we just let him go. All right, that's fine. Uh, Wyatt, you know, has his full character arc where he learns the butt grab. That's that's his. That's the lesson he learned through all this. <sighs> I like how um Gary's version is like just, just not. It's just not good. It's just both of them are like they both suck. The blonde kids. I think I think my because my, my nose broke down around here, guys. I just got I just got I just got fear. I just got a little irritated. It's like fuck all this shit. It's just a douchier version. It's just like yeah. I mean, uh, you were there at the party and I was there. Like yeah, we were. Like let's be together. Yeah, well, sure. <laughs> um, also, uh, um, you know, Chet 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 gets fresh, and um, he gets turned into like an actual turd frog monster. Yep. He took it well. Yep. <laughs> Like he, I was more, I was more just kind of put off. I mean, not put off. I was more like surprised at how well he he handled that situation because he, I mean, he was a shit beast. And um, I, but I was also super sad that the cars disappeared. Like Lisa got to let him keep the cars. No, she had to regain part of her magic back to the fifth energy, so that way she can like, live a little longer. <laughs> I, I, that's fair. So the rift is closing. So this is the part where our boy John Hughes is sitting behind the camera and he just he actually tears up. I shit you not. Was the uh, farewell scene where uh, our uh, oversex Mary Poppins uh, bids farewell for a job well done? <laughs> job well done. Basically, yeah. You guys got appropriate age girlfriends now. I can vanish into the ether. Yeah. Um, she, of course, she fixes everything. I, I thought, whatever, man. I don't know how, to, how parents can't, I don't know, see a piano fly through a fucking uh, chimney again, but whatever. None of it. Uh, is the girl okay that flew out of the chimney? Is she alive? <laughs> like, where did she go? I know. I was waiting for her to come back. Like she, just, she never came back. She just wakes no, up. She's she's dead. There's a body floating in that lake right now. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> if Johnny Hughes had one more day, like that girl would have got sucked back into the house and been Chet's girlfriend. Like That's how lame this shit is. But whatever. Um... <laughs> They bid farewell to Lisa. She like, I thought she went away. Cause I was like, okay, maybe that's why she took the cards. Cause like, she's literally here just to to right the wrongs of Ian and Max having a relationship. I guess. Also, uh, Ian and Max like during all the during the whole missile summoning uh, wackety schmackety shit. They're supposed to be turned into a uh, pig and a uh, donkey type monster, but uh, somebody finally stepped in and was like, that's enough. 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 Enough's enough, guys. So Lisa Deer dematerializes. Parents show up. Everything's fine. I like I like how the dad just doesn't trust anything he sees. <laughs> uh, I really I really appreciate it. He was like, mm, I don't know. So it smells like ass in here. Um But uh yeah. It- <laughs> Why does it smell like teenage boy in here? Ugh. <laughs> Are those tire tracks? But um yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever. Bras everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what I tell you about playing with your dead big titted sister's bras? Like, stop doing it. 
She's gone already. Leave it alone. <laughs> That's why we had a lobotomized chat. Because he killed her. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Still better than his film. Yep. Still better than his film. <laughs> Still better. Well, yeah, guys. So basically, Lisa dematerializes so she can be uh, boner fever dreams for children all across the world as a hot gym teacher. Okay. So my first rough, like, pass through with this, my theory was that Lisa was actually a succubus mm. and she feeds off of. Uh, the boy's sexual energy. And so like now she's the gym teacher and she's just got the buffet line of like, just she's, she's got a feast now forever. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a roll with that because how, how are these boys know to faint in unison? What the fuck is that? Who call for that shit? Energy, <laughs> energy vampire. So Give me your, bon- has to be. <laughs> Give me the force of your boners. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, dude. <laughs> like, I would I would have killed Lisa. She'd be like, "It's too much." Like, remember um from Dark Phoenix. Remember yeah. in Dark Phoenix when when the alien was trying to when she tried to back away and then she was like, "No, you come back here and take." Like, Give this energy. <laughs> I'm 13 years old. You fool! Like, no, no, it's too much. Fucking Ark of the Covenant face melt. Like, yeah. <laughs> Giant white light explodes <laughs> into the sky. <laughs> I was a mess. I was a mess. Anyway, <laughs> still a better movie. <laughs> still, still a better movie. Uh, <laughs> that's the end of this goddamn fucking movie, man. God damn it, John Hughes. Uh, <laughs> and shout out to Derek Lewis for this podcast gem. Uh, guys, it's tally time. <laughs> Let's. Let's find out how many people were horribly murdered in this film. Let's get into our body count. Um, grandparents are stuck in a time loop. The the woman and the chick, she gets reabsorbed into the energy pod. So, like, I'm going with zero because you don't really see anyone die at all. You're right, like, right. They vanish off screen or they're never seen before again. I'm like, I guess they lived. Possibly, yeah. So I mean, you know, uh, zero, but with an asterisk. So we're not 100. I feel like somebody yeah. got hit by yeah. some debris somewhere, but uh, somewhere somehow. But uh, yeah, let's um let's let's get to our favorite subject, the nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just wanna see a little feet. Just show me that booty. Just a little bit of titties. Right now, right now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, it's still a PG-13 film, even though everything we said seems very offensive. (laughs) So there was no nudity. Power, power. (laughs) I don't think there was a side boob either. Um, Nah, just 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 Lisa's back, you pervs. And um, no, 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 no. No, there was there was side boob. Oh, there was side boob. There was a full. There was a full a full set. Where? The girl that got sucked yeah. out of the chimney, it sucked her shirt off, and there were boobs. 
oh shit holy crap thank you I don't, I don't, how did i miss i think i was just too busy like is she gonna die <laughs> i was worried about her dying and then oh god yeah there's, there was there was one set that's so weird because she technically should have been a teenager Unacceptable! maybe my brain was yeah. protecting itself that's probably what it was my brain was like nope <laughs> bra still on the bra still on like yeah that, I, th- I think i literally think my brain protected itself thank thank you laura because i yeah i did not see that <laughs> holy shit man thank you <laughs> and thank you uh casting agents for putting an actual adult on there hopefully hopefully god god i hope so but um ugh. <laughs> let's move on Let's talk about our favorite character, our shining star. Let's get into our Joe Grizzly recipient. Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. Let's start with our guest, Elara, from the Pop Prison Power podcast. Who is your Joe Grizzly? Uh, I want to say Lisa, because I actually, even though some of the stuff she did was a little outlandish, like I wanted to see more. I want to know more about her. Even though she was made by these boys, mm-hmm. I think she deserves it. Yeah, I mean, she, you know, she didn't need them. It's like, it's like they just they did her a favor, bringing her into an existence, which is fair. Exactly. Yeah. Not a not a not a bad not a bad call. I went with the uh, the dude from NORAD who didn't shut down the supercomputer when it was starting to <laughs> grow sentient life because he stopped the Skynet from launching all the newts. So that's my guy right there. That is He's, hilarious. He could have he could have killed us all right there, but he didn't. He chose to let the sentient computer live. Yeah, my, my Joe Grizzly is actually uh, Mitch, the very angry black dude who uh, served Max his shit when he tried to <laughs> talk black to him. <laughs> he didn't earn it. He was sober. There was no excuse. So you shut the fuck up. <laughs> he only he let one kid slide that was gary anybody else he'll beat the shit out of him <laughs> well i forgot what he says like oh because he tried to ask for a beer and he was like i forgot how he asked he asked real fucked up and then he was like well, how about I put my foot in your ass and he's like can i just have a beer please like, yes yeah, what the fuck i thought you said so yeah he gets the award because that was fucking hilarious also very weird for a very much older black man to be at this party like what the fuck is going on what is going on? Um, I'm just here to get the liquor cabinet. <laughs> oh, all their all their dark booze is gone. Um, <laughs> the one the one thing they'll notice. It's final verdict time, guys. Knee pads or slippers? What that means? If we truly enjoy this movie, we give a maximum of two knee pads where we fall to the worship position. Given the movie is just due, or if we think this is a 24 pack of ass, we give it a maximum of two hater slippers where we slide them on. And basically, uh, barter our spouses to be with one spouse. That's just, just the worst. Let's start with our guest, Elara. <laughs> <laughs> you go from Pop Prison Power Podcast. Knee pads or slippers? Uh, I'm gonna give it one of each, just because I I love like these weird, cheesy, campy '80s movies, and for me, it's got you know an Oingo Boingo theme song, and I really like Kelly LeBrock in it, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it one knee pad and one hater slipper. Oh, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna allow it only because you're a fan of anime. Because usually it's either one way or the other. But the oh. one <laughs> no, this is the one time I'm gonna allow it. The one time I'm gonna allow it to be a split decision. I'm, I'm gonna let it happen. But nobody else can do this. So this, this is the LR rule. We're doing it. Random Randy Savage. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Random Randy Savage. Knee pads and slippers. Mm. <laughs> so now. I was 
you know what? I'm going to change mine now just because of that. <laughs> um, this is like mayo on white bread in the middle of a Republican convention. Uh, and it is way past its prime. I'm going to give it two hater slippers now. I, I just like, I I know what they're trying to do. I, I was like, but the, the idea of having a genie movie and a dirty movie, and it's like, let's make a dirty genie movie. And it's like, it's like Shazam. It's like Kazam, but with dicks. And I'm just like, um, no, this is gross. Why would you do this at all? This is a terrible idea. And I like, I've, I barely, I barely made it through the breakfast club and it was kind of like heartwarming. And now this is just like, there is nothing in here that I enjoy. Every one of the jokes is like super old. I, I I don't like Robert Downey Jr. in this at all. And I'm just like, I'm really sad that like, that's, this is how he started. And I'm like, ah, man, no, two hater slippers. Yeah. I, uh, this is, this is, this is gross. <laughs> <laughs> this is a gross movie. Like I would only, uh, honestly, if it was an anime, I would probably be a little more lenient only because it's like, of course they made this. Of course they did <laughs> Japan is gross at times, uh, but no, this was this was made in the USA, and um, I didn't realize because in my from memory, she didn't do anything to them, but she she did, she did stuff to them, and it's gross. Two uh two 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 hater slippers, man. I can't I can't I can't I can't endorse this. I mean, I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it. I can't high five kids who bang their teachers. All right, it's not right. So I can't I can't do it here. That's basically what I'm gonna say. That's who is problematic. Uh, <laughs> uh, but ill, just a big old bag of ill. Um, Alara, please, the floor is yours. Let us let us try to gracefully get out of this episode. Would you like to plug your uh, your show? Yeah, well, um, I'm from the Pop Prison Power podcast. Uh, we talk about everything pop culture under the sun, um, from anime to video games, books, uh, Bollywood films at times as well. Um, you can catch us at on Instagram and on Twitter, and I believe on Facebook as well, at Pop Prison Power. And then if you want to shoot us a, a private message, you can email us at popprisonpower at gmail.com. And um, you can catch our podcast anywhere that you guys listen to your podcasts. We're on Stitcher, Podbean, um, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere. Um, Spotify as well is a big one. So thank you guys for having me on. I really enjoyed it. No, this is fucking awesome. You're, you're welcome to come back any goddamn time you want. Uh, we'll let you pick the movie this time. And this shit was a blast. Seriously. Thank you so much for coming on. You might, on you might regret that. No, but. no, this is this was bad. This was already bad. <laughs> this, was, this was already bad, and like we barely we didn't get to talk a whole lot. So I was like, man, I really hope I don't just burn this bridge to the ground. So like, luckily, mm-hmm. I think we came out clean. I think I think I think I think we made it. I think we made it, guys. Uh, <laughs> Randy, you got any parting words? Uh, nope, I'm good. To just ugh. yeah, I need a shower. <laughs> that's, that's still triggering for me. <laughs> yeah, by myself, right? right? By myself. Yeah. Well, um. Oh God. This, well, this, this. Well, this is the episode. Where we're also going to announce that we're officially joined the uh, Gamma Gator Productions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to our bitch. 
Rich. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 Bob. Yeah, shout out to our boys, our uh, past guests, um, uh, Non Redeeming Qualities Podcast, uh, Robin Zip, I mean, Bob and Zip, uh, State Your Take with Ed and Aaron, uh, One Big Toilet, and The Worst of the Best Podcast. Um, most of you guys are from Houston. Uh, some is in Canada, so shout out to Canada. But uh, yeah, man, um, Geek World All Stars and Gamma Gator, we're going to be doing both at the same time. We're not leaving anything, guys, so no worries. But I just want to have quality ass guests such as Alara here on a regular basis, man. So we have a good time. So shout out to those guys. Thank you for having, allowing us to join. And um, yeah, so like that's that. Um, I'm probably going to start drinking again to forget this uh, movie. And um, <laughs> we'll see you all next week. <laughs> um, next week we'll be doing... Yeah, we're gonna we're actually gonna like quasi finish the Friday the Thirteenth stuff. We're gonna do Friday the Thirteenth Part uh, Four with our boy Eight Bit Ray from a uh, Gorilla Brain Podcast. So that's gonna be cool. Hey. So we'll see y'all next week, man. Gator Productions.